listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson yeah, buddy. and Chris Clark. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, welcome to episode 30 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. As always, my name is Nick Stevenson, but you know I'm just one of your hosts. My man, Chris Clark, a.k.a. The Hype Gorilla, is in the building. And before we introduce our very special guest who is here today, Chris, real quick, I just want to give you a pat on the back. Let me reach for you. This is episode number 30, man. Number 30, baby. Number 30. I can't 30. believe it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, we... We've had some controversy this season with some cancellations and everything, but we've made it, and uh, we're just getting started, man. So I just wanted to tell you congratulations, sir. Uh, this show would not be the same without you. Well, I appreciate that. All right. Now, hello. Hello. We have Rose the Hypnotist in the building, finally. Uh, this has been a very highly anticipated episode. Oh, really? For our listeners, Since especially for me. season one, I believe. Yes. Season one was... When these talks started. Yeah, because what was happening when season one was coming to an end, we were already trying to line up guests for the next Mm -hmm. season. And somebody tagged you in a post, I believe. I remember that. Yeah. And I was like, yes, we have to make that happen. And I almost (laughs) forgot about it. I forgot who tagged me on that post. I forgot who it was, too. And that's how I knew you, but you, Nick, and then you, Chris. Right. So... When that happened, I was like, absolutely, Chris, we're going to get you hypnotized. I'm going to make you cluck like a chicken. Like, we're joking around. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. And I, yeah. thought, I, I thought that you guys forgot. No, I, I thought, you see, this is, we're going to get into this towards the end of the show because I don't want to stomp on, on, on what you got going on. Uh, this is an upstart podcast, and we have some issues because basically it's just us. Mm-hmm. And this is a very busy man. So a lot of times, most of the responsibility is falling on me. Uh, we just bought this house a little while ago. So there was a lot going on. And I know I almost lost you as a guest because I forgot to reach out to you. It, it, <laughs> it, it makes perfect sense now because really, the really is because you guys had such a great setup on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which means I, I didn't know you guys were really a startup. Yeah. yeah. We're, and, 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 and looking at it, what you have here in this room and how you guys decorate it, it's, it's professional and it's very, very lovely. We appreciate, we appreciate that. It, and and I, I didn't realize that, but now I know. It's just sort of like when you are on Facebook, you guys really were really, really, really good at what, <laughs> what I refer to as that accessible expert, the expert uh, yes. in, uh, in media. I didn't know what it was, yeah. but you guys came across that way. I just thought that you guys are way too busy oh, no, no, in no, your no, professional no. media world. Yeah. And that you guys no. forgot, and no. and it, really meaning that you guys did a really great job on Facebook, yeah. we appreciate doing that, that. Uh, accessible expert yeah. in the media platform in that in that arena. We appreciate yeah. that. No, we're just a couple good old boys starting up, and um, we're looking to build the team though. Like we want to yeah. take it to that level that you're talking about, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But I'm so I'm so glad that you forgave me for not calling you when I said I was going to. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, though, because then again, I thought you guys were really because. It's just like you guys are already on the top or getting yeah. there to the Ooh. top. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're, we're it definitely was just, trying. It's yet yeah, keep on going, keep on going. Yeah. So yeah. then, you know, if, if you want to see that, I was mentioning this is your third episode. Can you imagine when you reach 200? I know. Yeah, what would be, be in place? What would be in place, guys? Yeah. Tell that's, me what would you say? Man, 200 so episodes. 200. This is, this is what we've talked about this a lot. When we first started, 
this this is the businessman of the group. Uh-huh. This man is always looking for the next move. He's the most entrepreneurial spirited person I've ever met in my life. He wanted to bring in advertisement dollars right. and he was trying to advertise for his businesses. Yeah. And so he's that's one how of, this thing got off the ground. Yeah, that's how we because when I started reaching out to podcasts to advertise for my other endeavors, they wanted an astronomical amount, like five hundred dollars for 30 seconds. Yeah. And I was like. What? Five hundred dollars for, for thirty, 30 seconds? seconds? Yeah, I was like, no. And then this butter voice over here, man. He <laughs> just, you do. He have just a has a voice of radio. Thank voice. you. Thank you. I mean, it's 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 incredible. I was like, Nick, <laughs> we can start our own podcast. Like, we yeah. can right. do this. We Somebody can, will pay us five hundred dollars for thirty seconds. Two hundred episodes. What would you see that would be in place already at two hundred episodes? Um, what would you see? What would you say? 200 episodes, forward in time. It could be six months from now. It could be a year from now. Yeah. Forward in time, if it's 200 episodes, and you know that you're succeeding in 200 episodes in this business, in this podcast, By it's then, like a radio. What would, what would you see in place? What I see, what's more important than the adver- advertisement dollars and everything, if we establish ourselves as a place where people go, to be entertained, to have a distraction from all the negativity that's going on in the world. That's been the best part of this. Yes. If we're big enough where everybody's listening to us for that reason, the money will come. Yeah. Yeah. The money will come. Advertising will come, but then you'll have different guests that has different form of entertainment, like a comedian or maybe a singer. People will want to come on our show. People will be looking for us. That's what... That would be great. That would I mean, be fabulous. <laughs> right now, the schedule. They're just they're piling in. They're, yeah, they're wanting to come. We to have our to. Story. If I can tell some, because we've been canceled on many times this season. Yeah. If I can tell somebody, sorry, uh, we don't have room because there's so many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was so fun and fabulous. It's like, but, yeah, I'm they'll sorry. be knocking at your door. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. guys, there's no right? room. I'm sorry. Yeah. We, we got it. We got our guests going. So yeah, that would that would be ideal. And. I can see the publicity right now, the two of you, you know, Nick yeah. and Chris. We're trying. We're yeah. trying. We are trying. There will be plastered all over. It'll be like a little small little radio. Oh, you know, like, so. a, like, a, like, <laughs> like a little tag team, like more yeah. show. Yes, that would right? be great. Yeah. That's kind of what we, that? That's kind of what we were going for. I didn't. I don't know if we'll ever necessarily be on the radio. That's a great thing about the internet. Um, I don't know if we're polished enough to be on the radio, but I'm not going to never say never. You never know. But uh, See, that's where we're going to have to work on that uh, failure and throw out the complacency and the mm-hmm. failure mindset. Okay. Now, the reason why I asked you guys that, because I'm really impressed coming in here. I mean, guys, it, I, I I wasn't sure what I was expecting, but right. it was really, really nice how they made it so professional, like a radio station coming in here. Yeah. Like I, I've been to 104.1 where I pay for the advertising. Mm-hmm. You know, and then this feels the same way. Wow. At, yeah, you know, wow. have you ever been? Really, it does really have that yeah. same feeling. Because then on the on the waiting room at um, ninety, what is it, one hundred four point one? They they have all these guitars on their waiting room with mm-hmm. a you know, it's really very retro, kind of like rock right. and roll. Yeah, yeah. And then. Then I say guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, oh my God, I don't know his name. I forgot his name. But Tupac, you know what? Tupac. Tupac, yes. And then they had uh, pictures similar to that, too. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And when I come in, it has the same feel. So, I mean, you guys did a great that's job amazing. doing that. We appreciate that. that. We that's, really, really that's do incredible appreciate to hear that. Yeah. Because there huge. is a ton of work that goes into this, not only sitting here doing this, but behind the scenes. Right. I mean, there's a ton of it. Yeah. We spent. What? Because they universe. Six months on 
we put the a original studio, studio in my a. garage. So then when you did that six months of hard work, it was because what your guys wanted, let's say, by the 200 episodes. Yes, you we guys had a see, vision. Right? What was the vision that kept you going? So, full disclosure, our original vision, like we thought we were going to be doing this from day one. Yes. We built a studio in this man's garage, and mm-hmm. he likes to watch Joe Rogan. That's yeah. his guy. And he he we he wanted full studio camera. Oh, you got big dreams. You can still get that. You can still get that. I can see why you did this. This is a really great. Oh, this is your dream. Oh, okay. With electronics and stuff like that. Yeah. So he had. I wanted wanted the production side of it. This should be flawless from jump and. Because I don't know if you've watched a lot of startup podcasts, but like sometimes it's a dude in his bathroom, like yeah. pretty much. I, I was, yeah. I was uh, talking into yeah. his phone. Yeah, pretty much. If I did a startup pod- podcast, it would not look like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would have so many technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. Way. So yeah. this is your dream, which is had the technical part of it, right? Yeah. And then, then you guys are one season in. Mm-hmm. Two hundred episodes. Yeah. Right. So then there will be different type of entertainment you're going to offer uh singers comedian to make us laugh like the old time but on tv when they had the radio station you know radio show back in back in the depression era you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah so then that'd be so that'd be awesome and that is what we do this for like to to entertain to help people we want when they shut it off we want them to feel a little bit better than they did when they turned it on so that's that's literally what we're all about. So I'm I'm glad to hear you say that. That means an awful lot yeah. to us. I will tell you that. Keep going, keep going. Now yeah. this is where I want both of you guys, really, when we want to make a decision to keep going in business, mm-hmm. we make our decision based on what we see in the future. Mm-hmm. So which means if you're going to pretend that either six months or a year uh, to weather the storm, because we 2020 was a piece of crap show. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I was gonna. Say another profanity, but I'm like, I'm not clean. Yeah, we're on the you internet. Know, you so know, yeah. So, and so then, um, to go weather the storm of your life, because you're going to have ups and downs in life, then if you guys would imagine 200 episodes and then have that movie in your head of how many different guests you're going to have. Can mm-hmm. we just can we just make a statement right now that says on episode 200 we're going to have Miss Rose here back? Yes. Oh my God. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be so cool. I can yes. see it. Oh my God. So I want you to imagine that, that so that you guys can just keep going and then get then that's where you can then have your performance goals yeah. right. to get to that 200. Yeah. Yes. That is. And you can hear the sound. See, man, I told you. I th- look. I know that Chris already likes you a little bit better than he thought he was going yeah. to. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I told you we've had a lot we, of people we, like skeptical about. Oh, you're having a hypnotist on. Like you know, they're thinking what she, what she's up to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I I do want to get into that because okay, that's, that's what you're here for. We're gonna clear up all that stigma. We're gonna you know take take all the uh, the questions away. We're gonna answer all the questions today. So ladies and gentlemen, our guest is Rose Hong Klein, and mm-hmm. you told me something I did not know. I did not realize that Hong actually means Rose. Mm-hmm. So eventually, in your professional life, you decided to go with the. English translation of your name mm-hmm. and Klein is because you are married to um, a German descent, a German descent. Aaron okay. Klein. And what's his name? Aaron. Let's, let's shout him out. Aaron Klein. Hey, he's 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 more, more than likely not on Facebook right now. Oh, it's OK. We're going to shout <laughs> yeah. him out anyway, because I'm going to we're going to make sure we tag you once we post everything. But we want to give him a shout out as well. Aaron Klein. And um, 
You are a certified hypnotist with the National Guild right. of Hypnotists. Right. I did not even know that was a thing. I had to uh, do some research. I, we were sitting on the back porch show prepping just 30 minutes ago. Yeah. And he was talking about your certificate and like the, how there's this actual group of people who certify hypnosis. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? Here. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, I came in first originally as a master level clinician with an LPC. Mm-hmm. Now, I spent a gazillion dollars and a gazillion <laughs> amount right. of time to work, get that license. And then, oh, you guys are going to be just the highest money I've ever made in a year. What was it? Less than 40. Wow. After all the money you spent in college. Uh, yeah, because, you know, it's just like <laughs> have to go to the bachelor, get to the of master. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the student loan, which, I mean, I paid it all off. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh my God! Can you can you imagine? I just about break even right. wow. on the cost of it, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I, I didn't do four times the return on my investment. Wow! You know how you yeah. know when you know You're, it's worth it, exactly. Yeah. So that uh, when I got my certificate, it was a couple of years in, hmm. and the reason being is it's because in my pattern of the way I deal with life, I know how to get away with it. Mm. On the tape of when I was growing up as a girl, I would say, yes. And then after that, I'll go, <laughs> you know, with a middle finger in the back. Yeah. Meaning that I'll, I will say yes to get away with it, but not really want to do it. So when I surrender into really, really, really being a hypnotist, that's when Scott McFall said, okay, this is how you get your piece of paper that you want so long. Right. And then when I totally surrender into being a hypnotist full time and love what I do. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, it's it's a piece of paper. Yes. For people who want to know that I am really completely certified. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but that piece of paper really means that was me stepping into this life that I really want to be a hypnotist. Right. Gotcha. And it was going to be full time. That was my yellow brick road. So, so give, me, give me a time frame. Like. Mm-hmm. Start to finish. How long does it take to obtain that certificate? Really, I, I got I got that in the first six months. Really, first six months. Which is I started roughly around two, 2015, 2016. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I really did all the hours. I start and then I read some books and then I stop and then what what I what the mini trainers in the master society called me on mm-hmm. was that. Uh, you got to do what you want. You got to. You can't just trash talk. Yeah. Right. You, you know what I mean? You gotta yeah. have you gotta to walk, walk the walk, walk and not just trash talk. Yeah, that makes sense. Of course. Then I was doing the trash talking, pretending right. to do the walking. Can okay. I can I ask you a question? Why uh-huh. was that? Did you still have skepticism, or I had? Was it just what you were used to doing? This is what I was used to doing. I, I the intention was I was all uh, to do it well, to be mm-hmm. smart about it. I didn't realize I was doing that. Yeah. I didn't realize I was doing that. They, it took years for them to... It was to, just your natural habit. Yeah, and, and I didn't know because it was working for a long time, you right. know what I mean? And then when it stopped working, it's just when, meaning I had to cope a different way, then I ballooned uh, when my daughter was like 10. She's People on Facebook know she's 18 now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was about eight years ago. I was wow. uh, at my heaviest, 190 pounds. Wow. Wow. And so I, I wanted to get into that because growing up, um, you came from Vietnam when you were a kid. You moved to Lufkin. Shout out Lufkin. Uh-huh. And uh, you guys came here because you wanted religious freedom. It's a pretty beautiful much, thing. Pretty much, yes. And so growing up through, obviously, when you're a kid and you're coming from a war-torn country and you're moving to a new country, there's probably a lot of ups and downs. And 
probably a lot of struggles you went through right. as a child. And you told me that one of the things you coped with was food. Yes, exactly. It, it's, it was Ronald McDonald. Mm-hmm. I, I still love the clown. But then again, <laughs> when I was introduced to Ronald McDonald, and I actually saw the clown, but mm-hmm. I knew he was a fake clown. Yeah. Right. You know, you know, and then, but I still love the guy anyway. Mm-hmm. But then there <laughs> right. was, there was transitioned. So basically, it was like when we got home, my brother and I, we got corporal punishment because my dad. Now, my dad, he's had to go through the transition of going to America, too. Uh-huh. Right. So then I got punished for something that we did. We wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I then I was a very snotty girl. I just went anyway, even though without asking for dad's permission. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So then through the years... It was punishment of myself. Even when there was a reward, I would go to Ronald McDonald. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, and then when my, uh, oh, that's what after the pregnancy and then all this other stuff. Yeah, you were probably getting McDonald's in. Well, you know, (laughs) really what happened was is that every morning when I was pregnant with Trinity, Mm -hmm. I would go and get their, uh, the breakfast meal there. Yeah. You can't beat that sausage, egg, and cheese, and griddle, man. That's, ooh, ooh. That's my ooh. poison. Look, oh, is, I love that McGriddle. Oh, oh, my God. McDonald's is not a sponsor of the Smells Like Middle Age Better podcast, it, 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 but, but if you want to be. <laughs> get this, get this. Yeah. What, uh, so that I condition on punishment every day, and then uh-huh. now when my daughter was born, and she loves, guess what she loves to eat? McDonald's? No, she likes the she likes the McGriddle. She likes the pancake oh, yes. syrup inside. Yes, she, oh. it's almost as if when she came out mm, and she popped out of those my, carbohydrates. She she fell in love with that instantly, and I yeah. scratched my head. And I was thinking right. every day when she was you were pregnant with her. <laughs> This is yeah. what you have for breakfast. Yeah. yeah. Was, Unless you know that there's a chemical in there that's probably not good for you. Oh, well, yeah. it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It Instead was, of a crack baby, she was a McGriddle baby. Yeah, she was really. <laughs> she was. She was really, really, yeah. really. Wow. So that's when, so you, when you get to 190, um, I mean, wh- how tall are you, if you don't mind me asking? Five, two and a half. Okay. So that's, for five, two, that's kind of big. It, it's, it's, no, it's not kind of big. It is big. It is that's big. That's a big old girl. Okay. Oh, yeah, I was... <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, now this is the 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 amount of deflecting, denial, and bargaining I did. In my head, I was like 120 pounds. Oh, okay, I yeah. got you. Yeah. I can relate to that. Sometimes yeah. it's mind. Sometimes you walk out the door thinking you're still sexy. You know, oh, you yeah. know that. And then yeah. you take a shower, and there's a mirror outside your shower. And you're like, yeah. oh my god. And, and of course, there's gonna be no mirrors. You know what I mean? Because I just want to see my face and not the right. rest of my body. Because <laughs> it, it, it kept me. Because then, I I was just had such low self esteem. I was living life really through fear. Right. I was always worried that uh, bad things are going to happen mm-hmm. because then what is expected is realized. Right. If I was to expect bad things to happen, just very simply, bad things did happen. Right. You know, and and then I was at 190, and then at Chico's, girls, you know their sizes, Chico's, <laughs> I was at a one and a two, mm-hmm. so which means I ranged between, I ballooned between a 12 to a 16. Oh, wow. So you went up a few sizes. Oh, I went up to a lot of sizes. <laughs> wow. Because I started okay. out with a size small. Yeah. A four, it would then do the math. It was like 10 yeah, sizes yeah. up. Right. 10, wow. 10, 12 size. So did you have a breaking point where you were like, hey, I need to do something different? 
And you, at this time, you're still, you're a, because you were a, you were a uh, counselor right, at the time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, this, this, this is my breaking point. My breaking point was this. Now, my daughter mm-hmm. was six years old when she started talking. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she was really more like three. Now, just imagine me being, you know, a little fat mama being a size 16, all right? And then she'll go, imagine there's a belly button right there. Mom, <laughs> you're fat. <laughs> and then I'll look just like that. I go, out of the mouth of babes. Kids are so honest. And, yeah. and, and then she said, Mom, you need to lose weight. Mom, you're eating too much. How old is she? She was, she started. I think six, but she's probably starting when she was three. Oh wow! When she was when she was three, she said, "Mom, you're fat. You have a fat belly." <laughs> she did Man. that. She did that from three years old mm-hmm. until she was ten years old. Wow! It took yeah. How long? <laughs> I'm a stubborn woman, right? Right, right. You know Because if, if there was my out of babes, she was. Oh, did do you think I got upset, Nick? Right, I got upset. I would, I would oh, imagine. That would make I will, me upset. I would get angry. Yeah. I got angry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Do that's me a, a favor, Rose. Bring that mic a little bit closer to you. Uh, like that? There okay. you go. That's okay. good. That's okay. perfect. Um, yeah, that would that would upset me. I could, I, and see, I've been shocked into, and I'm. This is why I'm glad you're here. I'm most interested in weight loss. I think he's interested in weight loss and possibly quitting smoking, but I've tried everything, and I had. I have too. I have too. I had a moment that was my kid poking my belly telling me I'm fat moment. I took my kids to Six Flags. But my, my, kid, my, my kid poked my belly for about between six to seven years for right. me to even go. Oh. So my moment is I went, I took my kids to Six Flags over New Year's Eve and I tried to get on a roller coaster and I wouldn't fit. Oh, God bless you. <laughs> I would not fit. And, you know, they have all those signs as you're in line. Like, if you're a certain weight, you may not. I'm like, oh, that's that for, ain't me. That's for really fat people. Yeah, yeah. Basically, oh, no, oh, no. I am not morbidly obese. I am you know, right. not that girl. That right. They- Until I got on the damn thing. And <laughs> it took, like, three people trying to close that motherfucker on top of me. They're like, <laughs> they're like sir, it's not going to work. <laughs> and then I get out of line, Rose. And I'm like, you know what? I bet it's because I'm wearing a jacket. I take yeah. my jacket off. Yes. I get back in line. Oh, yeah. I wait 30 minutes in line just to, they're like, no, sir, this isn't going to work. <laughs> That's when I was like, okay, I need to do something. And a couple months later, I started the keto diet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The keto diet, guys, is another version of the Atkins diet. It's similar. It's right. very similar. So, which means when, when I tried that diet way back in time, now I'm 51 years old, I only last four damn hours in that damn diet. <laughs> only four hours. Because it was just well, like, so, I was hungry all the time. How in the hell can I lose weight so without starving? When, keto is a little bit different from Atkins, but it is similar because of the low carb thing. When I started keto, I lost 50 pounds on keto. Mm-hmm. I did very well. And then when I got to a plateau, I started getting lazy and I gained all the weight back that I had lost. Okay, so then this is this is what happens. This, this is that uh, diet never works because it's too all or nothing. Right. Um, 
you go on warp speed. If you're going on warp speed on chasing your goal, you're not going to, you don't really enjoy restricting yourself the way you do. Right. Now, back then, I, I did all sorts of diet. The, mm-hmm. the Atkins diet, the beach body diet, the starve your body diet, the let's not eat nothing diet, and then eat a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff, and then eat a whole bunch of candy and junk food at midnight diet. Um, I'm yeah, on that one. Right, right. <laughs> right now. That's all I want. Because then, you know, what, what I did was, now remember about the Ronald McDonald. I would go to a fast food restaurant when I got home. Guess what I did? Oh, let's hide it underneath all the trash <laughs> so that everyone won't see it. It was oh, just like, man. It, was, it was a sort of like, I was creating this, like, I was a schizophrenic crazy girl <laughs> in my head. It was, yeah. so then, uh, when you do that, guys, this is what we call complacency. Complacency is, is when it gets all too much and then you're not feeding and nourishing your body. Right. Your body's going to want to eat. But it, it's, it's sort of got this forgot when you're full and satisfied. Yeah. And then, then you start going, what comes up must come down. Yeah. Of course. That's, that's, why I, that's why I say I would never, ever, ever. No, diets never work. It's about what I see. It's about willpower, too. Well, no, it's, no matter what diet you're on, you have to have I the, see it differently, though, Nick. It's, it's, it's a sort of, it's just that... If you see yourself thin and you see the benefit of being thin and in great shape, mm-hmm. you will want to go do it and you just do it. Right. And then you want to go in with hypnosis is about being 100% committed into the reality of the doer mm-hmm. of the dreams of being the size you need to be. And when you are, you love the benefit of it right. and you just do it nicely and calmly and patiently. Meaning okay. I learn to feed and nourish my body properly instead okay. of restricting. So let's go back to that. Okay. You, you get your breaking point. Now you ran into hypnosis Kind of on accident. It wasn't because you were trying to lose weight at that time. It was because you were furthering your education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was. I got introduced with Scott McFall and the Master Society and Julie, mm-hmm. and that through because I needed to get my uh, all my CEUs continuing education hours for as as a licensed professional counselor. What is it? Okay. We had to do twelve a year plus three ethics each year. Right. So I get to do all, which is twenty four and six hours of ethics the whole four days mm-hmm. there. And uh, this is how I knew that hypnosis worked. Now, guys, it, I can be very smugged. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. It's just, I, I, I can joke about that now. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, Scott, he is in this hotel, and we all have Julie made it so that everybody has our own little, we share you know, a cubicle, a little desk, yeah, with a right. writing table, and it was really nice. Mm. And then she said, oh, we're going to have a working lunch. I said, yes. She said, and she was really great at catering all the licensed professional nutbags in the room. Right. And then so <laughs> she, she goes, okay, then we're going to have a waiter who's going to go to each one of you and make you feel so special and take your order. <laughs> and they will bring your food right there. And we go, yeah, we like that. Yeah. So, in a way, so then we know we're going to have a working lunch. And then, Scott, we did what we called, I think he did an Elman induction. Okay. No, no, he did progressive with the hand up in the air. I'm so sorry, guys. A anyway, progressive so induction. You're going to have to teach us what that is later. In the air. Okay. Anyway, so then I was in the audience. 
I, I don't remember who was that girl who were, who got that special treatment, but then I was in the I was in the chair. Mm-hmm. He did an induction to weight to lose weight. Alrighty. To make a long story short, fast forward during lunch. Ronald McDonald. Now, Ronald McDonald, you know, guys, I love <laughs> Ronald McDonald. So, so I ordered that burger with the cheese and the bacon. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is I still do got that. To. Yeah, you got to, you know. So then he asks, that cute guy asks, he said, <laughs> Do you want French fries or do you want a salad? Then I go, hmm. Now up to this point you'd always gotten the fries. Correct the mendo. Okay. Correct the mendo because you're around McDonald's. Because yeah. I was doing the hiding the fast food. It's the best fries. The fast they food they can really offer. do. They, it yeah. was a shame when they had to do vegetable oil and they, they ruined my fries. Yeah. I like the animal fat. <laughs> anyway, so I ordered the salad. And that's when I go, you know, I'm a smart ass girl. Oop, I curse again. I'm a, just a very smart, smug girl. I go, bing, 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 bing. Like, yeah. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I was like, is this because, which is right, it was because of the suggestions that I, because I wanted to lose that weight. So you were watching someone else be hypnotized. And I got hypnotized. And it, you feel like it worked on you in that moment. In that moment. And that was the start of the fabulous, fun yellow brick road, not only to, <laughs> to lose 35 pounds, went down, I said, three or four sizes. And get this, I, I, I only listened to my mentor, Julie, 50% of the time <laughs> when I was in the weight loss program. Only 50% of the time, and I lost 35 pounds. And you, were, and you were faking it, the other 50%. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I was still doing the let's hide things, you know, let's hide things from Aaron. Right. You know, and um, and I still succeeded really because I went down four sizes. All right. Okay. So then, uh, but that's not what we want the people to do. We want them to go in a hundred percent. No, I want I want people to go in if they get they get a screening first though to see if it's going to benefit okay. them. Now, now I got success about 2016. So my daughter stopped poking my damn. <laughs> Belly. She finally stopped she stopped. poking your belly. And then, the, reason, the reason why, then I started like scratching my head all of a sudden. It felt like all of a sudden, but it took some time though. It took some work. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, when she stopped doing the, Mom, you're fat. Yeah. Mom, you're in the belly. But you know how she did. She stopped doing that. Then I go, I ask her, just point back, Trinity. She said, Yes, Mom. You stopped poking my belly. <laughs> She's, because you lost the weight, Mom. You're skinny. So I go, I did, it was just, I just didn't realize, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I just didn't realize it didn't clue in, Yeah. you know, when she, it it took a while because said sometimes when you're so used to doing it in a negative way, Mm -hmm. your even fear and failure and doom and gloom makes you just, you're just used to feeling that way. When you have that success, you didn't realize it. So when she, when she said that. So let's you know, let's you know, break this down break it because down. this is what people are going to want to know. Like, how does this work? You mentioned first the screening. Tell mm-hmm. me what the purpose of the screening is before anybody can get hypnotized. You screen them to make sure that they fit a certain profile. But pretty much, if basically this is what um my intention is in the screening. Are you sincere about the action you take? The action you take and take responsibility mm-hmm. toward a positive change. Mm-hmm. Then are you sincere to get the training? Mm-hmm. Basically, that uh, you're going, I want to teach them to see the dreams, the reality of doing their dreams mm-hmm. and chasing the benefit of it. 
Okay. And getting used to controlling your nervous system response to fear. Because when there's certain fear, it's there to protect us. It's there to keep us safe. It's there to increase your self-esteem right. and confidence in my case, that you're a good person, you're doing it right. Right. So how do you determine that when you talk to a person? What, what are you call- looking for? Because, for instance, if a person is going in 100% skeptical, are they going to be able to... Is it still going to work for them if they're really not sure? If they're really not sure, well, then they're still going to get something out of it, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if they don't know it. Because then sometimes you don't know what's right. It's going to be good. I'm giving you you full disclosure. My my brother-in-law, my friend here, Chris, he's not buying it. (laughs) You're not buying it? He's not buying it. I don't. I don't. And it's probably a lack of understanding. And that might be the case, but it's hard for me to... It's hard for me to grasp the concept that, and I, I don't know how this works. The only kind of hypnosis I've ever seen is like the, in front of your <laughs> eyes and like they snap out of it, right? That's, right. that's the kind yeah, of hypnosis a, a, a lot of that you see is a stage hypnosis. Okay. And what, what the, the hypnosis I do is more therapeutic. Okay. Right. And, uh, like meditation, you said. Yeah, like meditation, guided imagery. It's more therapeutic. Okay. Now, you're not going to quack like a duck. That's uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's going to be stage <laughs> hypnosis. In right. my office, it's going to be all therapeutic. Gotcha. In, in terms of the outcome that you want to do. Okay. okay. So think of it this way. Now, uh, since I did lose that weight because of COVID, I did fluctuate in my weight. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's pretty normal when yeah, you go course. through the stressful time we do. Mm-hmm. Right. So then hypnosis is also, Chris, it's about conditioning like Pavlo's dog. You know, in, in, in Pavlo's dog, I mm-hmm. learned this complicated, oh, my God, my, my master level schooling made conditioning such a complicated horrendously complicated concept. It's all this is, is this. When you, Chris, fixate on your goal that you want to do, mm-hmm. first you got to uh, have faith and belief and hope that you want that, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then you got to relax about it, and then you got to do it repetitiously. So in Pavel's dog in conditioning, he, what he did was over time he conditioned the dog, a set of dogs where they ring a bell, yeah. And they speak. They start assimilating, you know, the, and mm-hmm. then and then the uh, the unconscious mind. It's the same way. Now, where I know you're going to connect with Chris on this, and I don't know if you've articulated this the way that I know Chris would hear it. Chris is a firm believer in believing, putting the energy out. Yes. The energy you put out is energy. Yeah. You have to see it to believe it. Yeah. You have to have faith that it's going to happen or it won't happen. Yeah. So you have I to know. See it. Yes. yes. And then and then you have to see it. Which is what we call visually learning. You're a visual learner. You mm-hmm. have to really see that movie in your head. Like, like you notice that I mentioned uh, being a hypnotist was on a yellow big road. Mm-hmm. So then, we, then I'm alluding to the Wizard of Oz, right. which is magical. And then you see the, the bricks and you go, the skipping, yeah. you know, right? <laughs> yeah. right? right. And that's, that's truly all on purpose. Because I, I have to, to, to describe my next success Mm-hmm. Visually, like a movie in my head. So, if you're trying to lose weight, you want to already visualize yourself thin and healthy. Yeah, or or so I, I would can, I, I would see that I can right I can. because then all I'll ask is say that uh, have there ever been a time? Let's say for a girl uh, size 10, 12, it's just like it's just almost the the perfect size mm-hmm. right. where we arise and say that we're healthy and we are part of the 
skinny, you know, <laughs> yeah, skinny girl I guess, club, I guess. right? <laughs> and and uh, so that when you feel like you arrived, you got to see yourself in. So I'll, I'll ask, is it has there been a time when you're a size 10? And so when? And then how did it feel like? Or uh, how did you, what was easy to do? So that, well, well, then if you're a size 10, or when I was a size small, it was easy to fit all the clothes. It was yeah. easy to try things on. Mm-hmm. It was easy just to go to shopping and enjoy shopping. It was easy to cross your legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's benefit in which you want to chase. So now so, they're putting themselves in that space yeah. when they felt when they were the way that they wish to be again. I could see that. You see, Like, I remember how I felt when I felt like I was at my best. And stuff like... Like what? <laughs> um, I hate to... Like, you don't have difficulty tying your shoes or wiping your ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It was really... And then I got really good at that point, tying my shoe just right, so it doesn't get out, so I could slip it on and off. Right. Because it was just too hard. Because you didn't hard. want to bend down and, and tie it. It was... Yeah. It was, it was, it was because it, it was just too hard. Right. It was it was too painful. Okay. I uh, I couldn't even cross my legs. Right. So I'm sitting in your chair now. I'm visualizing and I'm remembering. Okay. This is this is what I want. I want to go back to when my clothes fit, when I felt good, when I could play basketball with my son for longer than ten minutes. Okay. Now I'm visualizing that. The, okay. Then what's the, the next step? Then after that, I want you to then. When you're visualizing playing the park, mm-hmm. how does it sound like? What will people say? Okay. Uh, and when you're doing this, this person is now trying to, they're in a very relaxed state. Yeah, they're, you can actually just really, really, really tell. For the when you're talking to face. them, you want them to actually be there in that yeah, park. So then when, when they go into the agreement with me, what's that? Kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> you got to go kumbaya. Yeah. You know what I mean? Meaning there's that light bulb coming in their eyes. Their, yeah. uh, their eyebrows are, the eyeballs are sort of kind of rolled up. And then they okay. smile. And they have this kind of like uh, that look when, you got to gap out. Yeah. Okay. You know, and because uh, then they're, they're so into that movie that I'm creating in their head. Got you. Yeah. And then because then I'm, I'm getting them one to, to, to cope really first with that movie of the pain of point, inaction. At this point, are they still conscious of everything around them? Yes, they are. Okay. Yes. Yes. But they're trying. You, you have to. They're still having to try to tune everything else out and focus on. What you're, on, on what you're doing. Yeah, which is, which is, and then uh, if they're in agreement, mm-hmm. you can actually just see it. So that if, if I was somehow couldn't hear, I still could see, mm-hmm. I could then see, which is what we call visual acuity that I learned from Scott McFall, mm-hmm. which is, is that now if you're calm and relaxed enough, guys, you can actually see the bigger picture of the dream that you want to do. You can't have worry and then faith at the same time. You know what I mean? So you got to stay calm. And then when you can just relax about it, when I learned how to do that for myself, that uh, it was really easy to see when people started in agreement of their, of their outcome. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm the teacher that guides them. All hypnosis is self hypnosis. I'm a teacher, a trainer that guides you to the action that it takes to just do it. Right. So if you have a belief and belief is true and true to you, it is true and true to you. And if you believe that things will be easy and you have the success and wealth in your life, it's going to happen because then I'm going to work on, which is conditioning on this belief 
mm-hmm. uh, what is expected is realized. They believe that uh, what you see, then you can make it true. Then I'm going to work on conditioning where you're in that mood when you had your first kiss, your mm-hmm. first date, uh, when you learn how to ride that bike. Uh, for me, cursive. Right. Uh, uh, getting your driver's license and then getting my first car, which is a, it's, it's, it's a red Coyola, but in my head, <laughs> it was a little red Corvette. Yeah, anyway, right. uh, and, uh, and then you got to have that sense of giggle and excitement. So you're going to feel it. You're, you're going to feel there. it. So then, then I'm, I'm going to train you to be in that state of mind. So you believe that you are in control of your life and you're the thunder that could be Thor right. and then make things happen. Then you can be Thor and control <laughs> your mood about okay. chasing that success. So let me let me ask you this question. Go ahead. Um, first of all, I have two questions. The first one, it. would you like in that state of relaxation that, relaxation that that person is in to maybe right before you go to sleep when you're still conscious that you're awake but it it is right before you go to sleep and it's this feeling of when you drive eight blocks or for me i would drive from here and then i go to orange texas to see family there or it's a familiar road it's a very familiar road and then uh then i go on automatic drive yeah. Or I've been driving, which takes about 20 minutes to go to Friendswood, yeah. which is where my office is at. Uh, there was so many times where, is it, well, wow, I'm yeah. here already. You just zone out. You, ever, really drove, zone you out. ever drive home from work, Chris? Yeah. Especially when you're tired. Oh, you know? yeah, 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 like, for sure. Don't even remember yeah, that absolutely. you drove. Okay. Yeah, and, and then that, that's, so that's, 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 that's the state that's of mind. That's the state of mind That's the state of mind. And then... Um, that's when right there in your subconscious there, then when you get to that state and that mood, you can see the bigger picture of what you need to do in that calm mood. And you're also more, the power of suggestion is more influential right. on you right. at that and point. Then, and then, then in your logical conscious brain will carry out. What the, the suggestion is. Yes. Okay. Which means, remember, I say, kumbaya, my lord. <laughs> right. Then both sides will be in kumbaya. So my second Even. question, because you say that once you're able to visualize and become Thor, that's that's the reality that's in your head. How does that translate once you're out of it? Like, when you're in reality, and I know you're just using a an example. Right, right, like right. A, but you're not Thor when you come out of there. So but what, but see, but when you come out of this hypnosis, you're not skinny. What, what, you're not on a diet. So what's going to happen from that point? Then, you start, you can, then you're going to start taking the actions. Just do it to feed and nourish your body. Meaning, meaning you want to, you go and imagine in, in when you, when we were a kid, we daydream a lot. Mm-hmm. We pretend to be someone else. Right. Uh, there's many times, well, what is it? I, I want to be Peter Pan. Uh, I wanted to be a fairy godmother. My favorite princess was either Snow Wade or right. Cinderella yeah. with dark hair. And then there were times where I wanted, uh, then this is what we call method acting. Mm-hmm. Then successful, confident people. Uh, there's many inventors in times when you use hypnosis to have success and confidence to invent it. Mm-hmm. Meaning Albert Einstein did, and then Henry Ford did. Mm-hmm. Meaning there are a set of belief, traits, and attitudes mm-hmm. that can be duplicated and modeled. Then if, if, then if you're going to pretend, which is an example, Thor, uh-uh, then I, w- I want you to pretend the excitement mm-hmm. of the confidence. 
right. of what uh, of uh, of superhero Thor would do. So in layman's terms, you're faking it till you make it. No, you're not going to fake it. If okay. you fake it until you make it, then that's still what we refer to failure, worry, complacency. Oh, okay. That's when you're gonna when you're gonna fake it till you make it. Then you're gonna go to diet, okay. or to the uh, all or nothing, overthinking, right. mm-hmm. or thinking that uh, I didn't do anything right. I expect to be a thousand percent perfect. Right. So when you, when you know it's when you're gonna step into the shoe of someone, of that feeling when you were, remember, when you had your first car, your first kiss, your first boyfriend, uh, that first success. Okay. And then, and then you're going to stay in that mood. So this is this is what I want to do. Does like that make that. sense? That yeah. Does that make sense? sense? Yeah. I like that. I I I I. I you'll I'm stay like in that mood coach. at all times. What would happen if you stay in the mood at all time and you plan twenty percent of your day to know that you could go to the thunder down under? Mm-hmm. Meaning that you're going to get depressed or sad, or, or are you going to go to the uh, that overthinking mode? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you allot 20% of your day for that. You, yes, if you allot 20% of the day or 10% of the day that you're going to be in that stinking thinking, mm-hmm. right? Which means it's the negative thoughts. And, and those negative thoughts are delusional in your head <laughs> yeah. that you really are hallucinating right. the failure that you expect. Right. So really what is expected is realized. And that is the Scary yet, if you believe it and you understand what I mean, if you can control that, that what is expected is realized. What is expected is realized. You control that mood and stay in that mood, even Stephen, and expect great results. Right. Instead of the negativity. Right. You're going to expect great results in a reasonable time and you expect to have wealth and success in your life. Then you're going to be able to plan out that mood when you get just a little twinge Mm -hmm. of, this is too hard. Right. I want to quit. So this is part of the stigma of hypnosis is people thinking they're not in control. Yeah. Thinking that the the person who's hypnotizing is controlling you. So from what I'm gathering from what you're saying is once the, you know, the therapeutic session is over, what you're really focusing on is you being more in control because when we react on impulses, that's really not us being in control. No, it's not. So, 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 which means, I, I, and first, it's just sort of like what Zig Ziglar will say: "See you at the top." Then you're gonna, when you have that stink and thinking, you need a checkup for the neck up. Right. Then, which means, I, I want you to realize that you gotta have that. that. Check up, put the neck up, and then do the series of steps you got to do to stay mm-hmm. even, Stephen, or toward that goal. You got to have tunnel vision about right. it. You got to have that obsessive desire. Now, obsessive desire could be a wonderful, lovely thing. Mm-hmm. It's not always bad, people. So I'll, I'll teach you to just be obsessive about it for the benefit of you. Right. There's a healthy way to be obsessive about something. Yeah, which means it will be without any pills, any patches. It will be that you did it, babe. Yeah. You're the one who did it. You're the one who controlled that state of mind. Okay. And, and then if you were to be in that, in that state of mind, can you imagine when we succeed in like the first kiss, the first car, we got that excitement, right? Then can you imagine what, how much more successful we could all be if we do that 80% of the time of our day? I'm going to stop you for a second because every time you said that thus far, mm-hmm. the, that, that feeling of the first car and your first kiss, yeah. my stomach 
turns just a hair. Like you feel it. Like I can, I can feel. <laughs> You're that. putting yourself okay. in that space. Right. Yeah. So when when you had that turn in your stomach right there, is that a yes sensation? Is that a yes response? Is that a positive response? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then then ask that part there. Is it right here? Ask that part there if it's willing. Your subconscious mind's willing to then get you into great shape so that you can then be more in control of your life. So and that feel that feeling good. all the time. Yeah, and feel that feeling right here in your, uh, to then ask your unconscious mind if it's willing to communicate with you so that you can get that feeling of success, that feeling of, of that you're going to go for it, and then you're going to be in your physical health looking good, your spiritual health connected to God and your higher self with him, mm -hmm. emotional health meaning you know what you need to do to feel good about you. Mm -hmm. Your self-talk would be positive. And then your mental health, and you'd be really smart about it, then all aspect of you. So if you then ask that feeling right there to make it more so, so it will support your decision. And let me know when that feeling is more so. Okay. Then, 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 then after that, that ask your unconscious mind, is that a yes response? So just go ahead. And then now, Chris, just do it. Just plan out your day. Then to eat right based on the size you need to be. Do what you need to do to have that confident, thin, successful life in terms of all aspects, the five parts, in, in terms of physical and the financial part. Mm -hmm. And then ask your unconscious mind to just do it, to eat right. Because then if you see yourself the way God sees you, if you see yourself as that pinnacle, a tip-top shape, that ask that part right there, then to make that feeling more so when it is, let me know. That, that ask your unconscious mind to make a single-minded decision to get in great shape, to get in great health, because then you'll be there for you. And then you're going to have that wealth, and you're going to have that success, and you're going to look good. <laughs> right? Yeah, the, 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 yeah the, that's right. Then now that... Get that feeling more so now and step into that feeling. Now, step into that feeling. Make that feeling right there in your chest more so. Let that feeling right there emphasize it. Ask it to be a single-minded decision, to be 100% committed in seeing this and to carry out the action. And then now, is it easier to feel when you see it now? Is it this is easier to feel? Yeah. Are you more motivated? Absolutely. Are you energized? I, you have a tingling <laughs> feeling going down to spine? I do. I'm not <laughs> even <laughs> here, I do. <laughs> so that, that yeah. okay, that, uh, that's what we refer to as an NLP. Uh-huh. And that's a six-step reframe. It's really what I refer to as imagination game. Uh-huh. Okay. So when you say that you're having that feeling, I just took the plunge and said, let's, let's, let's see that go. technique on it. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. What I want to do also... I want to talk to somebody because um, you put us in touch with one of your clients. Oh, yeah. Stephen uh, Moreno. And I actually told him we'd give him a call and, and hear what he got to say about it. Now, because the next question I had for you before you started to do that and you kind of answered it for me, like, tell me what this what this that what you would call that would be the that's the screening or is that the induction? That's well. That was it, intense, it, is what that was. I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. Let me explain. That was intense because that was unintentional, and she got me. Yeah, <laughs> she got me because I saw her stop you. Yeah. but I was like focused on, I don't know. That was weird. That was weird. What what it it 
it is an adoption and it is a lot of things. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. It, it is. It is. It is. So that was the beginning of the process. What did you call it again? You called it a six step. Six step reframe. Reframe. Okay. Only the positive intention. Gotcha. I did a version of it. You know okay. It okay. That was beautiful. Okay. Let's give, let's give uh, Steven a call. Actually, if you guys bear with me, I'll, I'll get him on the phone in just a minute. Hello, Mr. Moreno. Yes, sir. How are you doing? My name's Nick Stevenson. We've been texting back and forth. Uh, I am the host of the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast, and you are actually on with us right now. We are live streaming on our Facebook page, and we have your good friend Rose here with us. Hi, Steven. So (laughs) we've been talking about hypnosis, and Rose has been kind of trying to give us the the breakdown on exactly how it works from the at the beginning uh i think she just kind of performed a what we call the six step reframe on my co-host here so i think as you know most people when it comes to hypnosis there's a little bit of skepticism uh, maybe even some stigma that's placed upon it so we wanted to talk to somebody that rose has worked with and she said that you had a positive experience and that it worked out well for you so we just wanted to talk more about that um let me ask you the first question were you skeptical when you originally went into uh, starting this hypnosis process? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. Because you see, like, a lot of stuff on TV, they'll, you know, they'll play around and, you know, like, I was expecting, like, you know, you could cluck like a chicken or you're out. You didn't know exactly, exactly. what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the fears because, like, I've had issues where, like, if I'm unconscious, you know what I mean, I, like, uh, I could potentially be harmful, you know what I mean? And that's one right. of the things I was worried because I was okay. deployed and that stuff. So were, yeah. you, were you in the military, Stephen? Is that? Yes, I was. Okay. So you had had some issues with while you were sleeping. Um, did you have like sleep apnea or night terrors or something like that? Um, more along the lines of like night terrors. And okay. that's what I was afraid of is like, if she put me under, I was right. going to be asleep. But, right. You know, it was it wasn't like that. So Okay. Well, first of all, let us say thank you for your service. Um, is that what made you reach out to Rose? Is that part of why uh, you ended up looking into hypnosis? No. So I was wanting to quit smoking. Oh, okay. Uh, I've been since I was 15 years old. Yeah. My wife had a heart attack at 34. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of shook your system. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you originally reached out to quit smoking, and you had this skepticism. Um, how long ago was this, first of all, that you started? Um, I think it was like April or March we started. Okay, so this is recent. So in yeah. April, you were a smoker. Yeah. How many packs of cigarettes would you smoke a day, would you say? Uh, anywhere between one or two and a half. Okay. And then my wife smoked. We were buying, we were we're buying about four packs a day between both of us. So. Okay. Now, Rose, when you met Steven, you did this screening on him. Mm-hmm. And tell me, like, what, what was it about Steven that made him fit the profile of what needed we, to we be actually, done? We did, Steven, we actually did that on Zoom. And uh, he, he, he wanted it. He did. He wanted it. And he was in agreement. He wanted it. Yeah. It, it, it was he because it's it was enough pain and he wanted it. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's key to quitting period. Like you have to want to. And that's yeah, the one thing that. that's the one thing that I've worried about is because I don't smoke as often as I used to. But I enjoy smoking like it's something it's relaxing to me. Like I enjoy doing it. And I've tried quitting many, many a time. And 
right now I only smoke like a couple of cigarettes a week, maybe, but it's still too many. Like I want to quit. Um, so he was ready. He was he, ready. You knew he wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And Steven, so did you even know how willing you were to give yourself into that before? Um, did you do the same six step? reframe with Steven oh, or was oh, it something I, different? I have a bag of tricks, Nick. Okay. I have a whole bag of tricks. <laughs> I, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's everything that I learned with the training that I have with the mass treatment society with Scott McFall and the right. team. Right. Uh, yes, I, I, I did I'll, everything that I know because then when you go to the screening, uh, I, I want 85% of the learning done and being committed already in that free screening. Got you. Does that make and sense? Absolutely. And so you can kind of customize this to the person Correct. that you're speaking to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Stephen, you were a smoker in April. Um, how long did it take for all of this to work? So, um, I would say the first session, you know, so I, I don't know. I've tried quitting smoking a whole lot. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first two sessions, so the first session, I noticed a drastic change. Like, I still had the weakness, and I think I smoked maybe, like, 10 cigarettes that whole week in between sessions. Okay. Uh, and and then the second time I went in, uh, I want to say I only smoked maybe, like, three to four that whole week. Mm-hmm. And, like, of course, you know, I'd, I'd told her, and then... That that last that last session, I literally smoked just one cigarette right before I went in, and and then after that, I was like, I don't know, I just I made up the mind, and then also mm-hmm. listening to her uh, program, and then what's cool about it, she also emails you the some yeah. of the stuff, so you can do it at home. And okay. And then not even two weeks later, me and my wife, after she healed up from her surgery. Mm-hmm. We went to a casino and they were just smoking like crazy in there. And right, which I didn't is even want. yeah. When you're a smoker, that's usually when you're really tempted to do it. So, you said you didn't even want to smoke a cigarette at that point. No, um, I mean I got a urge a couple times while I was there, but for the yeah. most part, like I'm not like I guess the quitter that like oh don't smoke around me it stinks. Right, you know what I mean? <laughs> understandable. Like, I like I like the smell of it. You know, right. I mean like I. But it just it, it wasn't appealing, and there was a couple guys that were smoking cigars. Now those things, so. yeah. So. Now I find that interesting because you say like even now you still like the smell of a cigarette. I do. Okay, because sure. I've always thought Rose, and you can clar- clarify this. I always thought that when you get hypnotized, they hypnotize you to associate something negative to the action that you. Sometimes we're doing, but that's not all the time. Not all the time. Sometimes it all depends on the client and we customize that program. Okay. There's not a cookie cutter for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So today you Steven, you can smell a cigarette and you're just fine. Like you don't have any negative reaction to it. You just don't crave it. Like you don't desire to have it. Yeah. I just don't have the desire to have it. It Awesome. Are you still seeing Steven or Steven? You're Dunsky. You got, did you get your cap and gown graduation? <laughs> he, he, All got that. Yeah. Um, he got the certificate that he's a part of the non-smoking club. Okay. Well, that's awesome, man. So as of today, how long have you been smoke-free? So I really didn't keep track of the days. Right? Oh, okay. But I think it was the last session 
that we had, and I want to say it was about 55 days, maybe 60 days ago. Okay. And, mm-hmm. like, my one cigarette, my... And has your now, wife, has your wife quit also? Uh, I'm sorry? Your wife quit also? Yeah, she did. Okay. And that's a big help. Um, yeah, yeah. Got to have a support, you know what I mean? Uh, but, I mean, you know, like, there's been a couple times where I've been really stressed out. Mm-hmm. And like, man, you know, like I really want one. Yeah. But then I'm, like, my fixation is pistachios. Okay. So, like I started eating pistachios because it keeps my those, hands busy. Those are good. Yeah, I, I can dig that. I can do mm-hmm. some pistachios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, Stephen, man, that's that's incredible, man. First of all, congratulations. Um, let me ask you because I talked about earlier. There's just there has been a stigma placed on this, and we want to clear that up for people. Like nothing weird happened when you were in your session. Um, you know, like you said, you weren't clucking like a chicken or quacking like a duck or anything. Like, did it feel, what did it feel like to you? Did it feel like just going into a normal therapy uh, session? No, it was actually really relaxing. Uh, like, I mean, if I could afford to go like every week, I would definitely do it. Every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear I you. It, it was, it was really relaxing. Um, that's cool. Like when I left there, I felt relaxed. So you felt better in other aspects of your of your life, not just the smoking part? Do you feel like yeah, it benefited uh, you in other ways? You know, I've noticed, I've, well, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I would say, like, as far as, like, having a little bit more energy, you know, okay. a little bit more motivated. Right. Uh, and then, like, it was a little bit, there was a little bit more clarity, I guess you could say. Okay like my day-to-day yeah. and that's probably so, a combination of your therapy and not being a cigarette smoker anymore but i mean that's awesome i think i think anybody who is a heavy smoker knows that feeling that you're kind of referencing like you don't feel 100 at all times and so yeah, yeah that's a that's a beautiful thing man well i just want to say congratulations to you and uh thank you so much for joining us on the show and giving us your testimony i think you're gonna help uh i mean from i'm, I'm listening to you and i've only had a couple shot a couple of texts between you and this is really the first phone conversation we had, but I mean, you sound like a normal guy. You don't sound like you're all zoned out or she, <laughs> she fried your brain or anything like that. So uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was already damaged. Good. <laughs> well, Steven, once again, uh, first of all, once again, thank you for your service and uh, thank you for joining us on the show, man. And uh, we'll have to, yep. we'll have to be in touch again. I, I hope you get a chance to, to listen. This episode is going to go uh, live on YouTube tomorrow. And uh, let your friends know you're on the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, man. Hopefully we'll talk again. All right, man. Definitely. Anytime. All right, my friend. Thank you. Take All righty. Steven Moreno. Okay. he sounds so- cool. Yeah. He sounds normal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, we, how you, how you, how you feeling, Chris? What are you thinking? Dude, I, know how you, I, I know how you felt when you got here. Look, I, okay. I'm going to be, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I had a very, very negative outlook on this, only because of like how it's portrayed in movies and right. how I don't, I don't know. It was just like a how are you gonna how how are you gonna control or or tell him like what to do, how to do it? Right. I don't know. It was just weird. But after after talking and after understanding how this. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna sit here and say that I understand. It's really just the power of the mind, though, man. Like you, but like when when she says like channel a 
a certain feeling, a certain feeling like that makes a whole lot of sense and, and, and use that sure. as a, as a target point or as a driving point to mm-hmm. reach your goal. Like that makes a lot of sense for sure. For sure. And I think the part that, that where the, where the, cause that makes sense hypnosis or not. Yeah. But where the hypnosis comes in is it helps you relax and get to a point where you're able to make yourself, put yourself in that, mm-hmm. that feeling that you had. You're able yeah. to put yourself in right, that right. at all times. And I want to touch really quickly because you said to take 20, 10, 20% of your day and allow yourself to not feel that, to feel the negative? Well, it's just like you want to plan your day. So then you're going to plan your day when you're going to be 80% where you're doing the dude and the actions toward mm-hmm. that, uh, toward that goal. Right. So then, then twenty percent. You're gonna plan for uh, a mistake. You're gonna plan. And for, you mean literally plan like by time, like at noon. Me, me, meaning, I'm meaning, gonna eat a French fry. Well, <laughs> well, at noon, then you're gonna eat a salad and have water. Okay. All right. And then you're gonna work out a certain way. Okay. And then you're gonna have the alarm and plan your day. Okay. So when you do that contingency planning, and you're gonna plan your day based on the outcome and the attention you want to do with intention, then you're going to plan your day. And then, then you're going to condition your nervous system to follow through and you're going to consciously do it. So then it will become an unconscious learning, meaning that you would just simply do it as if you know your names. Eventually you won't need the alarm and the plan. Like, right. It'll just become habit. You just become a habit. Okay. Because it, it's it's about conditioning to develop a good habit and a positive habit toward that outcome you want. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Well, so is, that, well is that easy, isn't that's, it, right? Yes. And you feel like some of your skepticism truly went I, away? I, I, re, I, I would say 80% of it. Like, yeah. it. And it's not even that my skepticism went away. I understand it more now. Yeah. I understand the concept behind what's going on. Right. Like you're not just waving the thing in front of your face and <laughs> Right. <you> know, <laughs> exactly. It, it's I it, it's more of an It's more therapeutic. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that makes and a I whole lot of sense. Doesn't it though? It's it's this sort of it's just like you gotta it's really a very basic concept. You gotta calm your nervous system down when when it's in fight or flight, when there's danger. Mm-hmm. You gotta calm down. Don't make a decision during that time because it's it's a bad decision. It's gonna be a poor one. Then calm down. Calm your nervous system down. Saying that, hey, I'm safe. Uh, I got this. Slow it down a little bit inside. When the nervous system is also what we refer to as your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. nervous system is your heartbeat. Inside of all of us, three of us here, we are made of goo, organs, blood, right, mm-hmm. heartbeat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's inside that's what we refer to is truly is the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Right? So then the subconscious mind is not meant to be the person or like that, that uh, Carrie Underwood song, you know, Jesus Take the Wheel. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh my God, if you're going to have your unconscious mind to take the damn wheel, of <laughs> course you just don't remember what the half the crap you've done when you yeah. are on holy hell terror. Yeah. yeah. Depending yeah. on what kind of terror it is, right? Yeah. Right. So th- that's, of course, duh. You know, so it's just calm it down, slow it down. And then at 
can you imagine your success if you're 80% to control your state of mind and stay relaxed and calm about right. it? And then when there is a situation where there is danger, Bill Robinson, let's take care of you so you can just yeah. be here for Absolutely. another day. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's a positive intention, right? Yeah. Okay. I feel like, yeah, I, I feel like good? I understand and I know a lot better about what Rose the Hypnotist is about. Yeah. All right. So. If anybody listens to this and they're curious and they want to know more and they want to get a hold of you, Rose, Mm -hmm. how do they get a hold of you? What's the best way to? They're going to call me at 281-996-8000. Okay. Then 281-996-8000. And for those who need to look me up a little bit more, Mm -hmm. uh, go to southeasthypnosis.com, all one word, and that's my website. Okay. And then um, you can also go to my Google business page, which is Southeast Hypnosis. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's, easy to it's, it's easy, really easy to remember. And then if you're interested in that screening, just give me a buzz. If you're interested in learning how to be a hypnotist for fun and profit. Okay. Uh, I do have a question before we yeah, yeah, yeah. You can proceed. Do that too, yeah. Uh-huh. What does a session cost? Like when I, uh, the gentleman was saying, if he could pay session. for a week, yeah. If he could pay for a week, like what is. What we have programs. Entail? We have programs. Okay. We have a set of programs mm-hmm. that we go. That's going to be customized too. It's going to yeah, depend much. on the person. Depending on the person, the goal, and how often you need to see me. Okay. Now, all hypnosis, self hypnosis. Now, remember what Steven said. He had, you do get audios, what you call autogenic hypnosis. Okay. So, my, uh, my bag of tricks and what my intention for you guys will be that you will learn self hypnosis so that uh, you can go ahead and keep chasing the fun of it. Yeah. I, I, you can't be living life with a crutch. Of course. Right. That makes sense. You got to yeah, yeah. get out the crutch and and you got to grow up. Yeah. Right. Of and that makes sense. Yeah, and that the training is to be mature about it, to handle uh, when there's a crisis happens. It's a wonderful opportunity to handle that crisis yeah. in a more mature way. Of course. To prove to yourself that you can handle it and take care of business and yeah. feel proud about it maturely. Right. So okay. my, my goal is to then... Get the decks of cards and you know how to. Yeah. Yeah. So you really couldn't tell a person how much they're going to be paying. The reason, you. reason why I, I, this is that I'm not going to tell you the cost of it because what? I don't know what program you're going to be in to one. Mm-hmm, right. You know what I mean? And then, the, and I like that this way better is just because I got to see as a hypnotist if the hypnosis method is going to benefit you and to see if I can accept you as a client. Okay. Because right. it may not work for everybody. Of course. So right. if I say, okay, no, my session is causing da, 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 da. And we talk about money and the dollar amount. I'm assuming, which I don't know from Jack or Joe or Billy or Sue, yeah. uh, what is going on? What is it? I don't know anything. Yeah. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. So it's sort of like when, when we negotiate the money part and say, okay, you need to fix my house. And then Steven is the, the guy from Chow Bravo. He could take care of anything dealing with the construction of your house. It's almost mm-hmm. as if I'm, I'm that construction worker and then I'm at 12 Bravo. Okay. We talk about money before we know what the hell it is. <laughs> then, uh, then, yeah. You got to know what to fix first. Yeah, I got to know what's, do you need the roof or the air conditioning? Right. Gotcha. What part of the house you're going to model? Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because then Stephen will talk about it and say, well, you know, well, yeah, I got to know what part of the house. (laughs) He does, he does everything dealing with the construction of the house. So then it's almost as if, uh, does that make sense? 
Yes. That's why. That's why. That All right. We get it. Okay. Well, Rose, this is, I really enjoyed this. This was, this was, this was fun. Yeah. Was, I really this enjoyed this. I knew this was probably yeah. hopefully going to be one of the highlights of our season. Yeah. And it has been. I hope you'll continue to tune in, and I hope this is not the last time we see you. We're having you on the 200th episode. It's your episode. (laughs) Don't forget that. The 200th episode. We will be bringing you back. So it's southeasthypnosis.com, all one word. Mm -hmm. And then pass out that phone number one more time. It's 281-996-8000. Okay. And that's to your office? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And they can leave you a message there. You'll you'll contact them. Mm -hmm. And how many days a week do you work? I really work Monday through Friday, but right okay. now I'm I'm getting I work late hours on Wednesday and Thursday. Okay, which means my last appointment gets so at one o'clock. You're flexible. Yeah, I'm okay. very flexible. Okay. Yeah. So, what you think, Chris? Yeah. I dig you it, think, man. You think you're gonna look more into it? I dig it. Yeah, I okay. will. I'm I'm gonna do some more research. Okay. Cool, I am. cool, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining okay. us. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope we sent some people your way, uh, guys. Thank you all so much for listening and. To those of you who did tune in to the live chat, we appreciate that. If anybody wants to get a hold of Rose, now you know how to do so. And uh, I hope we knocked some of the stigma off of the whole hypnosis thing. And I hope we we opened up people's mind to to maybe at least do some more research on on what it's about. So we appreciate everybody once again for tuning in. Uh, quick shout out. We want to thank our sponsors, the Urban Soap Bar, uh, Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. We want to thank uh, Banerjee Plastic Surgery. And dot com, go to BanerjeePlasticSurgery.com. Banerjee Plastic Surgery is the <laughs> is the the name of the business. And then we want to thank Josh Beard. Uh, he's a realtor for Keller Williams. And then we want to thank our buddy at PopSocks.com, Marquez. Uh, 10% off your order if you use the Spirit Sniffers um, promo code. All righty. I think I got all my questions out, Chris. I and I had a same. really good time doing this. Rose, thank you so much. We will see you again soon. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm going to get us out of here. You know the deal. My name's Nick Stevenson. And my name's Chris Clark. And we'll see y'all next time. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast with Nick and Chris. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.